What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease. Ease Ease.com, promo code HAM. EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. And by Sleep Number. Oh, we love Sleep Number. Sleepnumber.com slash ham. Biggest sale of the season. Now to the segment. You know what I was thinking last night while I was watching football and Home Alone? Is the preseason is a lot like... You were Home Alone um, or you were watching Home Alone? I was Home Alone and I was watching football. Okay. And I was watching A's Yankees. But um, preseason football is a lot like when you don't have a lot of food in your fridge but you're hungry. Yeah, because I made probably seventeen trips to the kitchen between the hours of like three fifteen and seven thirty yesterday, and every time I came out with like a few more crackers and <laughs> some cheese and maybe a little ice cream and some frozen pasta shells, and it's like I keep going back to the same fridge, opening it and just staring at it, even though I know there's really nothing there that I like. I'm not making a salad. You're di- that wasn't you're, happen you are you night. are just dying to open the fridge and just see like an Ike's hot sandwich or something. Oh shit! <laughs> Who left the deli sandwich in here? Like you just like oh my god, we're getting Brady versus Wentz. <laughs> like Whoa! There was some leftover pizza hidden behind that milk. I didn't know it. Yeah, you're just dying for that move, even though every time you walk back there. You 1,000% know. I was just there, and I know there's nothing in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, now, the worst case is, like, the the Raider-Packer uh, game is the equivalent of my fridge right now. There's a Gatorade, a couple Gatorades, some, like, uh, the Starbucks little shooters, uh, the light ones, and some old-ass uh, lettuce and, like, a ketchup oh. bottle that probably has 10% left. That, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Nothing like the optimism when you buy some lettuce. No. Well, God, do you know how many bags of lettuce? <laughs> it's like you're married and she will make the salad, but you're right. A salad is, it's easier to make meat or anything than a salad. A salad does take just some time, some patience. I honestly, I end up making the salad a lot because it's the easiest thing that somebody can do, and I like to feel like I contributed something. Sometimes. But it does take a little effort. You're going to cut up the carrots. You're going to cut up some well, stuff. The worst is like I get a pick. If there's some slimy lettuce, you got to work through. That's the worst. I, you have no clue how many bags of lettuce. The two things I throw away the most: bags of lettuce and just chicken breasts. Because I'm like, ah, oh, I don't really feel like chicken. Ah, oh, I don't really feel like chicken. And then you're like, six days in, you're like, I can't eat this. 
Like you gotta eat the chicken within the first couple days. Right. And then right. and then it's a couple times I realize, well, I'm not gonna eat this, and I throw it in the freezer. If you went to my freezer right now, you'd see a bunch of frozen vegetables, obviously uneaten, and then like three chickens that are just chicken breasts that I should have eaten three days in that have been there for six months, eight months, nine months. But I'm like, oh, I'll just reheat it sometime down the line. No. I might, I'm going to go. Actually, when I'm done this, I'm going to go throw it in a trash bag and throw them out. All right. There you go. And don't go buy more. Okay. Here, here's what I – one thing that jumped out to me. I was thinking about texting today, but I forgot is I think uh, Flip, not the, necessarily the Jags offense because the, the drive I saw, they didn't go three and out, but – they drove a little, and then Foles like, threw a ball that was almost picked. But Leonard Fournette guy, who last year was pretty bad, looked fat, slow, looks good. I mean, skinny, fast. A couple times lowered his shoulder. And one, he kind of ran over DB. Another, he didn't necessarily run over the guy. It was just a massive collision. And then Leonard like, jumped back up. You're like, God, this guy is running angry. And say, so at the end of the day, didn't love the pick. But if he's going to look like that, like if he does max out his potential, he was a talent, right? I mean, top recruit, LSU, three and done. You you could say, would you say an, un, an NFL underachiever so far? But you can't, like he is un, top pick. uniquely talented. What'd he go, fifth, fifth overall? Yeah, fourth, I think. Fourth? Yeah, D.D. Westbrook, Westbrook, I think, had a touchdown in the game. Uh, I think it was D.D. that caught it on a nice pass from Foles. Yeah, I like I I kind of enjoyed watching the Jags yesterday. Um, how about the play that uh, Josh Rosen made? I mean, play of the preseason seriously. I mean, running all over the place. I, you know, he didn't start obviously, uh, but it, if, it, if it's magic start, it does but. feel like Josh has made a lot of lot of hay over the last couple of weeks, doesn't it? I did feel like watching him that he just looked comfortable. Yeah, just like hey, this is the situation. I'm just going to make the most. You want to hear my prediction? Yeah. I think Josh Rosen starts week one because I think it's at the point now where it's so close that could you argue it would do the organization a disservice to not just let him sink or swim to know what you got? I mean, you got this, you kind of were gifted this player. That, I think you could argue that, yeah. And I think I, I would argue and that. And Fitz knows what he's, you know, Fitz has no problem being the backup. That's why you like Fitz around because he's, you can tell him either one. Fitz, you're the starter. Good, I'm good to go. Fitz, you're the backup. I got Josh back. Let's roll. Like, he's the ideal guy. Same with McCown. Like, those, that's why those humans are worth a couple extra million. You're like, you know they can function. Shows you how good Josh McCown is as a backup. Like, he's, how many backups are better than him right now? Even out of, like, off the couch. Five? Like, he's, and he's not really a full-time starter, but he's just way better in the back. Same with Fitz. I think you got to start Rosen. And I, I actually think they will. What if Rosen is good? I, I'm rooting for Josh. I think, I think most people are. Because I get a lot of people tweeting me, like, not only am I rooting for Josh, I'm rooting for Kyler to fail. I'm like, you know, I kind of am too. Yeah. But I, but I, but I don't really – there is something about Kyler, like, he just comes off a little arrogant that I wouldn't mind a little humble pie. But I also enjoy watching that, you know, and just a guy running around making plays. Yeah. I'm torn. How about uh, – one thing that happened during that game was uh, there was – Aaron Andrews did a report about – you know, like every coach, you coach with Bill, you bring the, the Patriots way to your new organization. And I guess she talked to uh, Eric Rowe, who had played with the Patriots and is now on the Dolphins. Chip Kelly draft pick. Who, who said that uh, – oh, that's right. He was in Philly. Who said that uh, now teammates are coming up to Eric Rowe saying, now we see why you guys won so much in New England. And I watched that just like 
I mean, these guys, there's not a lot of historians on this team. I'm pretty sure, like, Mangini and Charlie <laughs> Weiss and Romeo Cornell tried to take the same system with them. Like, I might be a little early to start proclaiming now we see why you won in New England. See, I think there's a, but, I think there's a balance of can you be yourself while implementing the system? And you'd say all those guys tried and failed because they tried to be Belichick day one where I, I don't know. Now this guy's Jay-Z move, you could argue, like was a little unneeded. Like I I would say that Belichick would never have done that, but yeah. I don't think he'd care. But I, might not. But I also, you could argue that Brian Flores is 39 years old. Kind of a younger move, you know, like, fuck you. Yeah, I mean, look, you, you liked what he had to say after the game. It was whatever. It was fine I, with me, but it didn't bother me. But I, I thought he kind of brought the unnecessary attention on himself with the Jay-Z move. But you could argue, you know what? In the end, he handled it. He created a controversy, but he navigated the controversy to this point. So that's going to be part of the job in the NFL when you're a head coach. Um, I mean, the only thing that matters is can he coach. But but I think right? what, I, what I loved about his message guy was it was twofold. Kenny won. I'm not your, like, I don't look like your typical head coach, Kenny. I'm a black dude. I, I, I lived what you guys are fighting. Like, I, it resonates with me as a human. Family immigrants, grew up poor as shit, fucking experienced it, lived it, lived what you guys are talking about. Where's his family from? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think also, like, I'm the fucking boss, and this is a football team. So you can give me. Like, I, I, we don't do distractions with New England. That's the one thing we don't do. Now, you could argue, well, Brian, you made another distraction doing that, but I think maybe he had to do the extra distraction just to quell it, just to pump the brakes on it, because, like, there is a balance, and I think Rivera fights this with with Eric, is that just Eric... Now, you could argue, well, he's always getting asked about it, and the media plays a role in this for sure, but it just always comes up. When it's just like, we just need a fo- It's so hard to win a game in this league just to get all of our focus and not having players to answer other questions, even though we all support this. It's it's a hard balance. I don't know if there's a right answer, but I, I just thought it was impressive for a young coach to kind of bring the message of, like, guys, I'm not anti your message here. Like, look, look at me. I I look like most of you guys here. It's happened to me. You know? But I'm here to win football. But our, our goal here is, like, and I like what he said, like, Kenny, you got to get open. So we can make this, but you, if you're gonna if you're gonna be the the message messenger on this, like you better be dominating. Like I better like you can't like there's no half in. That's where we're gonna agree. That's where we're gonna have problems. Like you gotta keep making plays because you are Kenny. You're one of our best players, and you know say what you want about like I'll give Eric Reed credit. He went to Carolina. He played well. And he has played well. Like he played well. For, he's a solid NFL player. So that's. There's, it's a hard balance. That's why Belichick hates distractions, just because it takes away from football. That's the goal of the NFL, is football. And that's where I think a lot of people struggle with this. And it's probably more the media, because I don't think most people give a shit anymore. But it, it just is what it is. But the thing is, for Flores, and he'll realize it's not really over, because he'll kneel, or, you know, it just the cycle never kind of ends. It's hard to stop it. Oh, just getting asked about the questions and just talking about it. I think his overall point is, I just want to talk about football. That's what all these coaches want. Just football, football, football. That's And then the reality is people get mad at it all they want. Like, that's all they want to talk about. That's their business, you know? It's like if you went to fucking Goldman Sachs, they want to talk about stocks. Just Yeah, I, I just... Look, ultimately, if we're talking about football, I wonder if playing the music for Kenny Stills as a challenge to him 
is having the right feel that I'd want a head coach to have. So I'm not out on him. I'm not saying that, but but I also think to I, me it wasn't the first great chess move. I would tend to agree. If it was a white guy, I think he might have got crushed. But I think he kind of doubled down. Like, what are you guys going to say to me? I guess. Sure. You know? And I was like, yeah, he kind of, I thought he kind of went mic drop. Like, you guys have kind of been crushing me. Like, I'm anti this movement because I'm, you know, Stephen Ross's mouthpiece. Because he's, because that's basically what it kind of became. Like, it felt like Mm -hmm. he was in Ross's camp. No shit. Who's his boss? (laughs) That's where I think I lose, you lose me at. Like, he's just getting Ross's back. You know what pisses me off really quick about social media? Is that all these people freak out about that? You've been in some offices. I've been in some offices. No one, unless you are either in with an owner of whatever business you work for, most people act a little differently to their boss and support their boss than they even probably think they should or want to. That's the reality of life. And every person that's critical of Flores about like Stephen Roth, you do the same thing. We all kind of do who, you don't bite the hand that feeds you in life. It's just the reality. Once it comes to money and feeding your family, that's welcome to America. Uh, yeah, but I'd say playing the Jay Z song goes beyond. No, but I mean, like I, just having your. But guys I'm just back. talking about in general that, like, yeah. you know, I, I would imagine that it's kind. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's always easy to tell somebody else how they should stand up for whatever your cause is. And that's what Brian Flores says. Like, I am the co- like I'm in the cause. This is my life. Well, look, it's like I for me, it's some part of this gets a little complicated. Well, it, to me, is because and it gets treated like it's I don't know. It, 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 there's no middle. I agree. Is, is there a chance that it was Stephen Ross's idea to play the songs? No, you don't think so? Because I was going to lean. Maybe there was. And Brian Flores just went. Well, I mean, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't say no. There's no chance. But I doubt that Stephen Ross got involved in that. You don't think so? No, I, if you is there a chance? Yes. Do I think Stephen Ross told Brian Flores play Jay Z at practice? Seven no, straight songs, or eight straight songs. I don't think he told him to do that. <laughs> okay, because I would say then that would be. Can you imagine being the guy who is in charge of the playlist and Brian is comes to you like, "Hey, Gary, I need ninety nine problems. Need you to play seven yeah. straight Jay Z. I need getting <laughs> here's a playlist." And Gary's like, "Uh." <laughs> Yeah. We're fucking doing this? I need welcome to Atlanta. I need God damn it, Gary. If you're not going to do it, I'm going to get somebody else that will. Give me 99 Problems remix. <laughs> if anybody, and if anybody looks at you funny, you play it again. What if his first song, like he looks over and he hears just like living on a prayer and the dude went off. He's like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, don't you think the second it started playing, like guys started looking at the dude playing the music? Yeah, that's probably. Well, maybe I would imagine the one song just because it's just a song. I would imagine by like the... I don't know, man. I, you're right. Some people might have like perked up, but by like the third straight song, people started talking, <laughs> right? I, I think it, I think as it would go, because you know the way people are. Sometimes you're not really paying attention if you hear right, it's kind of white yeah. noise. But like the seventh straight Jay-Z song, you're like, this is insane. Especially if constantly, if you go to a practice... Hey, I'm just, I'm just playing albums. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just an album guy. It just, you know, it's the algorithm. I don't know. I just pressed us. Uh, I, I pressed mix. Yeah, so one one other one. I got this guy red flagged because I think he's really feeling himself right now. Is Pat Shermer, and Pat Shermer. Well, I'm so glad you. That was the next. He kind of said last night, like maybe it's he. I don't have the exact quote, but this is how, if I remember correctly, maybe it's time to stop asking me what I think about Daniel Jones and start asking the people that didn't like him what they think about him now. It was like Pat. 
One of the players on the Giants, who's probably trying to make the team, tweeted out this picture of it. He made this great kind of catch on the sideline. And I retweeted it last night. Guy, the defensive back, the, the Giants, the couple teams they've played. It's fantastic. The, the couple yes. teams they've played have not played their starters. So they're, they are, they're playing backups. So Daniel Jones is not starting. So Eli plays the backups. By the time Daniel Jones is excelling, and his numbers have been like 10 for 14, 150. Like preseason line is really impressive. He is playing third string fringe practice squad UPS drivers. The play from the DB guy, the dude was turned around looking the wrong way. Like I've seen enough fucking practice squad level football player. That guy is a lock to get cut, and I'd be shocked if he makes a practice squad. How I mean, that guy was in a different world. It'd be one thing if he was waiting there to tackle him or something like a, you know, just got beat. Okay, that's normal. The dude was in the white on the other side, like where a photographer would be, looking the wrong way with his arms like wide open. I mean, come on, guy. You, you there's, and I saw a couple people tweeting this. Like we got to put Daniel Jones's numbers into a little bit of context. Like he is not playing starters. If he had been playing with the ones because they're just sitting Eli till the regular season. I would put a lot more stock into it, but I think we need to hardcore pump the fucking brakes on him making throws when the DB is in a pretzel on on the over by a pylon ten feet away when he's supposed to be covering the guy. Yeah, I don't understand why in that market in particular, given the way that situation's gone, you would give fuel to a fire like this. Well, because and I, think he, the cont- I think he took a lot of shit. And ignore the contact. He took a ignore lot of shit. Ignore the contact. Guy, they took a lot. Why would you ignore the contact? Because, because he took... So- of what's happening? They took so much yeah, shit. Well, no, I mean, I get why you would do it. I'm just saying, like... They got it's a, shit it, It's on. such... And I, it's one thing when a 22-year-old player miscalculates. Because, you know, we've watched the media for however long we've watched it. We know how most of these times, you know how stuff is going to work and how it's going to play out and what the cycle's going to look like. But a 22-year-old player maybe hasn't been in that environment and they're not old enough to have watched quarterbacks get built up and torn down and all that shit over the course of multiple years. But a coach who's been in the NFL, who should be aware of what that market, I mean, really every market's a national market, so it doesn't quite matter as much, but it's still that market. You're going to start pounding your chest because this guy's playing third stringers? Ah. I, I don't. And here's the other thing, dude. If you're so sure he's great, then how do you, in the end, keep? Then why isn't he the starter? Because well, like, he answered. He answered the other day. You've heard the owner talk. I answered the owner. The owner wants him starting. That's how he's answered it. Like, why are you making this this situation more complicated? Because think about this. You're not helping Eli. You're not helping Daniel. No. Did you see the picture last night of the scrum and Eli getting dressed right next to him? It was just the ultimate. Like Eli's putting on his pants where there's 50 people around Daniel Jones. Wouldn't you say let's just use like the five year window of all the draft picks? slash free agent signings, all sports last five years, I think Daniel Jones would be near the top of what the fuck moments of just like, you know, of every time that you go, they gave him how much or they drafted who, where, I think that's near the top, especially when you factor in the team and the market. It was crazy. So they living in that, the New York bubble of just hearing it all the time, it was as venomous as it gets, Right. So they, they got called village idiots at the highest level by yeah. by everyone. Not just Joe right. Blow fan, not some podcast out in the Bay Area, by the, their their by the Francesas, by the NFL net, by everyone. Just pulling their pants down and taking a crap on them. And, and no one disagreeing. Not a soul going, 
you guys sure on this one? Are we sure he's not good? No one said that. So I, I think there is, you have to be careful when you get right on that. Just let it play out. You'll be okay. I, I think there's an insecurity. Like, are you sure you know? Or are you just kind of being arrogant now for no reason? Now, the one thing I don't, you know, we don't cover the Giants or read about them on an everyday basis. The one thing I've heard is they can just, they can get arrogant fast. You know, because they're the New York fucking Giants, the way they look at it. You know? It's like, well, yeah, you guys haven't won. And what's weird is, like, Eli doesn't conduct himself like that. You know what's weird about Eli is, could you say that Eli's the most professional of the group? Well, he, yeah, he operates like Tom Coughlin still as coach. <laughs> but I, I, but it's been a while. I think but he, he's came, had a few I think weird he came coach. in wired like that, though. Yeah, it's true. But he was perfect fit for that. Yeah. I, like, you could argue Peyton would have been a, and I think they've even admitted to this, like, Eli's personality, it doesn't get any better for New York. That's why he, he had yeah. a lot of success. And you could say he's handled the failures as well as anyone can possibly handle the failures given his status in the city. Like he's, is he an all-time legend in, in New York? Two-time yes. Super Bowl champ beat Brady twice and Belichick. Yes. Like he's, he's, I mean, are we putting him on like Mantle? Like when you think of the all-time, Willis Reed, I mean, he's, because no. he's not an all-time great player. He just had all-time great moments. It may, he kind of has a unique career, right? Because he's not like if he one of the most unique. Because even the years they won the Super Bowl, they weren't. They were, like, they were wild card teams both times. Teams. Like if he so. if he had been a Peyton Manning level player for fifteen years and won two Super Bowls, then he'd be probably like one of their greatest athletes ever, right? Sure. But yeah. it's yeah, the one thing he doesn't have is like he wasn't a great regular season player. Now he did have some good regular seasons. Like he's been to Pro Bowls, but I just think he handled it. I, I respect the shit out of him, to be honest with you. I, I actually kind of root for him. Like I, I do too. I, I'm not rooting for Pat Sherman to be right on this. Not because I'm anti-Daniel Jones, because I don't like the way he's acting. But I, I'm not rooting for Eli to fail this year. Because I think most people are just to get him out of there. I kind of hope he just. Shuts well, him I up. like any time a guy is washed and then like resuscitates himself. Like that when Twitter thinks a guy is done forever. It get, and then he's it back. Gets a little, and, it gets a little more difficult part, when you're like 37. Yeah, the other part though is the fact, like the way they handled him with his game. What was that? A game streak or whatever it was. They told they, him he'd get the first quarter or maybe the half, but they were benched him. him against the Raiders. Yeah. Well, remember they said, "Well, you can start. We'll even let you play the first three or four series." But then he's coming in. He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about? I'm I'm out." But then, but then he came back and played the next week. Yeah, because the because they got so embarrassed that the owner yes. told them to. Yeah, right. What a disaster. Um, there's one oh I mean obviously cautiously optimistic is the word on cam as we re- record this pod and, it didn't it didn't uh, look that bad I just saw the clip on no. Twitter and then a couple college football games Miami Florida and uh, you know Hawaii Arizona like Dick Tomey obviously was closely connected yeah. with both died um they they had his family had planned like a 81st or 82nd birthday celebration for him at this game he, he passed uh no just like this summer uh, in June, so they instead they, everyone still went, but they spread his ashes in the Pacific. Wow! And his son and his widow are going to be the honorary captains for the game because it's the two teams that he coached. He has a ho- had a house in Hawaii, uh, which he took me to once, which was I mean such a nice guy. We did a game together. He had me and the sideline reporter at the house, watched the Giants game, went to dinner. I mean, incredible. And uh, anybody that played for him gets free tickets to the game. Seriously. Where's yeah. the game? It's in Hawaii. You went to his house in Hawaii? We did. We did. Colin Kaepernick. I remember Colin fumbled from outside of the goal line, fumbled into the 
end zone and hit the pylon it was a touchback for Hawaii. It was Nevada at Hawaii. Oh, you and, did a game. Uh, this was when he was still in college? This was the year after he left. This was 2010. So it, his last year at San Jose State was 09. 2010, he starts doing TV. We do games on the Wax Sports Network together. We did his first TV game was Fresno State at San Jose State. It was one of the I think it was the night the Giants eliminated the Phillies in the playoffs. Because I remember we stayed in the press box because he was a Giants fan, wanted to watch the game. Throws on a Giants hat, Dick Tomey. And then we later in the year have a game at San Jose uh, at Hawaii, and he s- says, "Come to the house. We'll hang out. We'll watch some baseball. Then we'll go get dinner. I'll show you around." The incredible house. I mean, just beautiful. I'm just looking at the lines right now. Mybookie.ag promo code Ham One. Uh, they'll be back on the pod next week. Okay. Florida, who finished pretty strong with that Felipe Frank Franks guy, who's also a baseball player, but who wasn't a very good football player, but finished pretty good, is a pretty mm-hmm. big favorite here. The game's at really? Miami. Manny Diaz debut. Yeah, I mean, plus seven. Uh, the Arizona-Hawaii game, Arizona's getting 11. Isn't, can't Hawaii throw the ball? Oh, yeah, Hawaii's good. Their quarterback's good. I kind of like Hawaii in an upset there. I, I don't know enough about Miami. But the, I heard Bruce said, Feldman said, talk hold, about Miami. Hold on. You said Hawaii's giving 11 or getting they're, 11? Yeah, they're an 11-point underdog. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like Hawaii, too. That's a lot of points for a team that can score. Hawaii's getting 11 points at Plus home? 11. Like that, out there is always weird. You know this. Going to Hawaii, it's just I'll, get, I'll give you challenge. one guy. They're plus three twenty-five to win the game. Why couldn't Hawaii win the game? To me, that feels I like think there's questions about Khalil Tate and the offense. Yeah, I mean, it's not like Arizona's running on all cylinders here. Well, their defense is. Not, I mean, even last year their offense was okay. I mean, relative, it was one of the top half offenses in the league. Might have been top three. But but even when but, Arizona, but was, their defense, they don't stop. Yeah, anybody. even with Rich Rod, the one thing they tell you, they just can't. It's hard for them to recruit that player, right? Guys, just not going there. They're not getting a high. I level. don't know who they're like. Their receivers. They lost all their receivers. They got two good running backs though. So are we giving away the lock of the weekend? I like Hawaii in the upset. It's only two games, so you got to pick one of them. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm taking Hawaii. I have no feel for Florida Miami. Just that it kind of feels like I'm in junior high game again, and the game's supposed to matter. Then you watch, you're like, God, this game's not that good. That's how it, that's how it's been like the last ten years. La- keep in mind, last game Arizona played, they put up like 41 points on a pretty okay ASU defense because they didn't make a bowl. They were they were actually kicking their ass, and ASU came back because they Arizona didn't play in a bowl game last year, right? Right. No, they went five and seven. So was Hawaii a winning team last year? Uh, I don't think they were, but I they definitely score points. Well, their quarterback, I think his name is like Colt McDonald or yeah, something. It, Cole. Cole. Well, isn't there isn't their head coach a former quarterback at Hawaii? Yeah, Nick Rolovich. Remember, he's the one that got mad at Oregon State. Wasn't he the offensive coordinator there when like Tommy was the coach? Or who who was the coach or June Jones? Didn't he coach under June Jones? Rolovich? Do you remember that like when uh, we were at Fresno State? Yeah, he was definitely the OC there. Yeah, so he he's used to that spread offense running and gunning. He just does what they was did. Greg, was he there with Greg McMacken? I don't know. They could fucking score points. Who was the wide receiver they had that wasn't bad? They went eight and six last year. Greg Salas? Yeah, so I mean they got they got dudes. I I, I like Hawaii for sure in the upset. I'm, I actually might put a hundred bucks down. Plus three twenty five. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.